0: When I was an adjunct professor at the University of Mary, I had a student who once said very honestly to me, I have too many questions before I can believe in Jesus Christ. Very honest admission. And I said to him, well actually, Jesus Christ has the questions to lead you to believe in him. Have you ever noticed that when God has conversations in the Bible, the opposite of what we expect happens? We may expect that when God appears in the Bible, we're going to get answers. Instead, when God appears in the Bible, we get questions, and we have to answer. That's how the heart is tapped into belief. In our recorded Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, in just four books of the New Testament, how many recorded questions do you think Jesus Asked how many? Well, it's over 300. He asked exactly 307 questions. Of the questions asked of him, which is almost 200, he was asked 183 questions. How many do you think he actually answered directly? Of the 183 questions asked of him, he answered three. In Matthew chapter 22, when he was asked, which commandment is the greatest, he directly answered that. In Luke chapter 11, he was asked, will you teach us how to pray? He directly answered that. John chapter 18, We hear it during every Palm Sunday. He was asked, are you a king? He directly answered that. When he was asked how many people go to heaven, how many will be saved, he didn't directly answer that. And so when we begin ordinary time now, we have his first question from the Gospel of John. We're wearing green. That's another thing one of my students said to me. Is, I, I didn't know you wore green for Mass. I said, boy, are you busted. I mean, I, I wear green the most. We got 34 weeks of green. Yeah, so Easter is white, Christmas is white, got it. But I, So as we, as we enter into our ordinary time, as we begin our 34 weeks, Let's think about this question. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? I like to pose this to young people because this answer changes. We, we, we start with looking for security. We start maybe with, uh, what am I looking for? Wealth. But you know what? As you age, you'll trade all of that wealth and security for your health. You'll give it all away for your health. If you're looking for freedom, as you age, we're going to be looking for something else. We're going to be looking for commitment that brings us joy. We're looking for notoriety and we want to be noted. As we age, we're going to be looking for peace. St. Ignatius of Loyola was the founder of the Jesuits. He thought long and hard about this question this first question of jesus in the gospel of john what are you looking for and so he developed this prayer called the sushi pay prayer it's it's a latin word sushi pay means to receive and i always say I, i always think remember everything by association so just remember when you eat sushi you pay Okay, so kind of you'll never forget it now. So in this Sushipe prayer, St Ignatius asks our Lord to receive what He's not looking for. This little prayer is on the end of his, his exercises. It's not, a, it's not even a formal part of the exercises. It's in this little addendum of, of meditations afterwards. And St. Ignatius said, take, Lord, and receive uh, all my liberty. Take my freedom. Take, Lord, and receive my memory, which may need healing. Take, Lord, my understanding, which, which I may not understand your working in the world. Take my entire will and give me only your love. Give me only your grace. That's what I'm looking for. Take, Lord, and receive, he said, all I have. Take all I possess and give me only your love and your grace. Because what we are looking for in the end is the love of our Lord. The grace which brings us peace and joy. This sushi pay prayer is very simple. I'll put it in my bulletin article next week. It's very true. And as we begin ordinary time, very ordinary. Amen. Let's stand and profess what we believe.